Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSA Fantasy. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! Yeah! Let's go! <laughs> Freddie is back and ready to rumble I'm tonight. ready to do football. Let's get the introduction started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Hey, Freddie's back and the energy is back too. You just cannot match that. Me and Nick tried to take it over for a little bit. I thought we got it in sync too, but you just can't match that. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, you guys yeah. brought it though. You guys brought it a few nights though, but you're right. Fred, Fred brings a little extra, extra appeal to it. Welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flander Macaronis. Yes, it's always great to be back. Uh, as, as you can see, I am in the Queen City of Cincinnati, Ohio this evening, and I'm ready to talk about the AFC representative for last year's Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Bengals. Indeed, representing all day. All right, and as we mentioned earlier, welcome into the studio, Fred the Jester Reyes. I, I can feel it. We're getting close. Football season's coming. I'm excited. I'm getting getting antsy, man. I'm getting antsy. Yeah, nine man. Sundays. Nine Sundays. It, it, nine Sundays away. Yeah, we could definitely starting to feel it. Getting excited. Uh, we're getting mid July, that time of the sports season where everyone's falling asleep a little bit. So it's like, all right, we got to start getting pumped up for football. That's what we're here for. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Why is that? We have a contest. Hit subscribe, and you are automatically entered to win a Hall of Fame jersey from Leroy Butler himself, who made his appearance last Friday. Blessed us with that jersey, um, even though he was called a certain name on this show. Uh, sorry, Mr. Butler. We love you. We appreciate you, and thank you for the jersey. All right. Also, don't forget, visit TSSFantasy.com. 
Uh, we have our round table on there, all of our exclusive rankings, exclusive articles from OJ, the Duke is loose mayor. Uh, Dr. Miller is about to drop a little article, um, which you'll see here um, as well. And there also, so we're going to have some good stuff in there and some upcoming videos in there as well. So you'll want to check that out. Also, we're doing the show on your fantasy league. Take your fantasy league to the next level. So you check that out all on TSSFantasy.com. And as we mentioned, Fred just said it, we're getting close. Football season, it's coming. Get on underdog fantasy. Stop stop messing around. Get on the app. Put in the promo code TSS. We'll double your deposit up to $100. We're going to have lots of cool contests this year. We're going to include Gatorland tickets, Miami Dolphin tickets. We're going to have it all for you. Why do we do that, gentlemen? Because we can. You tell them. Tell them, Nick, why. Because we can, and because we are the fantasy show of who, Freddie? The people. The fantasy show, the people, indeed. And we are in Cincinnati. Get your chili ready, because we got a house call from Dr. Miller, bagel style. We'll be right back. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. The doctor is in, and I hope he's ready for some chili, because we're in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to the studio, Doc. Commissioner, good to be here. Tonight on the house call, we're going to talk about the guy who the rest of the staff, the team, is going to hate on for the next 50 minutes. Ooh-wee. Sounds like some haterades about to happen. All right, well, let's start. Speaking of haterade, there's somebody I hated on for quite a long time, especially his fantasy perspective, is Mr. Joe Mixon. Called him AKA, I went even as far as called him Mr. Glass. Um, and it was true, but last year, ladies and gentlemen, certainly insert foot and said mouth. Joe Mixon had a great year last year, healthy throughout. Um, so I got to ask, after a healthy season, what is Mr. Mixon, not Mr. Glass, what is his percent to the bench? Your assessment, your nickname was very fair based upon a case study of 2020. But if we pull out 2020, he has averaged 15 games per season over his career. So let's consider 2020 a bit of an anomaly. Three of his seasons, he's gone for over 1,100 yards. Last year, his Mr. Glass year, if you will, 16 touches, or excuse me, 16 touchdowns. That's 13 and three. He's entering 2022 with an improved O-line. I think that the Mr. Glass days of 2020 are behind him. Joe Mixon, 40% of the bench, and I think a good pick in the later portion of the first round. Two-wee, Joe Mixon, 40% to the bench. And like you said, was would be a great steal, um, especially in later rounds. But, you know, I'm not sure he's going um, late this year. He was number three overall last year. Crazy enough. All right, Doc, let's talk about someone else who just kind of just one of those people that bothered me, essentially, with T. Higgins. Like, I got tired of hearing this guy's name. Oh, one of those guys you get just kept hearing about, and they would just show up every once in a while and then just fall off. 
Talk about T. Higgins. What's going on with him? Give me his percent to the bench for this upcoming season. For anybody who got tired of hearing about him, that 75-yard Super Bowl touchdown after the questionable no-call on the face mask must have just made you crazy. I mean, that was an awesome highlight. And, you know, we were talking about doing him for tonight's show. That's the first thing that came to mind. I mean, what a great Super Bowl memory for him. So Higgins played his entire rookie season, missed just two games last year. And he had an injury in September. We later found out it was a torn labrum in his shoulder. He had surgery in March for that labrum. Now, we've talked about the labrum on this show before. It acts like a suction cup to deepen the socket of the shoulder and allows the arm to better fit into it. So tearing of the labrum is going to reduce stability of the shoulder and therefore strength. Again, he's had the repair. He had it in March. He's not expected to be part of the offseason or even the preseason games, but I don't think it's going to keep him out of week one it shouldn't negatively affect him once he returns. Expecting big things from T. Higgins this year, he's going to be 20% to the bench. Ooh, 20% to the bench. And already big offense, having all their key components coming back. Lots of good things. Smelling, what we can smell what they're cooking and and Cincy other than chili. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. I got to spit that out at some point. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Miller. We appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you on our next stop in Baltimore. Be in Baltimore. Doc, bringing the fantasy tidbits indeed. Sounds like a healthy season upcoming for the Cincinnati Bengals. All right. Now, I'm showing my age with our next promo to bring our guest in. But I really did love the show, and it brought me back to, like, back in the day when I wanted to be a radio disc jockey. Let's bring in our Cincinnati Bengals guest with our special promo. Baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me, I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. 
memory, bringing back all the childhood memories. I don't care if I'm showing my age or not. We're bringing in our Bengals guests tonight. Let's welcome in first. I mean, he's right in the middle. He's right, loud, and proud. Welcome to the studio, the Bengals captain. Welcome in, sir. Who day? Thanks for having me. Who day nation? We're excited to have you, sir. Also, welcome into the studio, Roto Brady. Welcome into the studio, brother. As God is my witness, I swear I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> yes, okay. Now, now, now it's making me feel good, all right? All the young, look at Freddie, don't know what we're talking about. And all the young people are like, damn, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. All right, let's also welcome to the studio Josh from Back Row Bengals. Welcome into the studio, brother. Gentlemen, thank you so much for having me. And Bengals captain, it's just so great to see you again. And I can't wait to see you in person, my guy. I miss you so much. The (laughs) amount of times that me and this guy have gotten a little too tipsy before a game at a tailgate, it's a little too much. It's a little too much. That's what it's all about, Josh, about the camaraderie and the football. And let's talk about the other captain in the building, captain of the Belly Up Fantasy Crew, Kevin Wilson, welcome into the studio. Thank you so much, Commissioner Cooper. It's great to be here. And we're serious about the Bengals in this house. If you have any doubts, there's Hootay right there. So we're yes, bringing on the power here. Yes, sir. Bringing the power with the power stuff. here. With, I haven't heard power and stuffed animals in the same sentence in a long time. <laughs> Kevin, you All you, right. Friend. So we're making a television first right here. All right, indeed. Well, all right, let's talk about the Bengals' 2022 outlook. Last year, as we know, AFC champions. 10-7, and seven, didn't have the greatest stellar regular season, but did enough um, to get hot in the playoffs when it mattered. Unfortunately, lost 23-20. to 20. Not like you got blown out, neither. Could have definitely yep. went your way, uh, for sure. Offensively, 13th overall. Points ranked seventh. You were twenty third. I get first. I'm uh, sorry, twenty third in the rush. Seventh in the pass. Defensively, eighteenth overall. Seventeenth uh, versus points against. Five versus the rush. Very impressive. Twenty six versus the pass. Um, free agency. When we talked about this year, you guys added some help on the line. Guard Alex Kappa, Ted Carraris, um, Ted Laiel, Laiel. If I'm even saying that right, Collins. And tight end Hayden Hurst, which we're going to talk about later, might be a little sneaky guy to talk about in fantasy. Um, losses, you lost tackle uh, Riley Reef, uh, guard Quentin Spain, uh, T- CJ U- Uz- Uzuma, as we've talked Who's about. Uzuma. Uzuma. And cornerback Darius Phillips. So um, all in all, you know, I'm looking. What I'm looking at here is a super a team that went to the Super Bowl, got hot when it mattered. Um, you know, everyone obviously you're going to get everyone's best A game this year. So obviously, when you look at their schedule, you want to say, well, maybe they'll take a couple games back, um, maybe. But then it's also like, well, at ten and seven, how can I say that? So now you also on the other end of that perspective, you're going to have a little bit of Super Bowl swagger with you as well, coming with the hey, we just came from the Super Bowl, we know how to do this thing. So my prediction, I got you at between 11 and 12 wins is where I have you guys uh, for this season. Um, do I have you win in the North? Yes, I have you do win in the AFC North. Um, you know, going on at least to the AFC Championship is where I currently have you. But as I always say, who cares what I think? We brought experts into the building so they can tell us what they think. The captain, you're the captain. We'll start with you first. Give me your outlook for the Bengals this season. 
Hey, it's the first time I've met you, and I love you already. I think you are 100% correct. That's a liquor talking. <laughs> we, we knew, you know what? We have been riddled by injuries. Everybody makes excuses. Everybody made excuses last year. All of our opponents, the Ravens made excuses. The Browns made excuses. We've been riddled with injuries for year after year after year. Like, you know what? We've got the talent. If we can just get a little bit of luck, weather the storm, you know, keep some of those key guys, we can do anything. And, and Joe Burrow can make anything happen. Thankfully, we, we paired his guy with him, Jamar Chase, lit up the NFL. The, the team, we knew the team was going to prioritize offensive line in the offseason. They went out and they got three new starters to that line after seeing what happened in the Super Bowl. And I, I really do. I think 12 wins is is key, and I think they've got just as good a chance to uh, repeat the Super Bowl, this time bring the Lombardi home to Cincy. They certainly do. The AFC, unfortunately, though, has gotten very crowded very quickly. So it's going to be a real tough go at it. Roto Brady, my brother, give me your perspective on the Bengals this season. Do you know how refreshing it is to see the Bengals finally spend money before like, everybody's <laughs> anticipation was going to be all draft picks were going to be used on the offensive line. They said, we're just going to go ahead and spend amazing. I, the philosophical turnaround from the coaching staff to the front office has been tremendous for this organization. The Browns, they went out and got that dude who was in a bunch of trouble. You might have heard about it. They dumped Baker Mayfield, a guy that almost got him to a Super Bowl somehow. And so we know that a 20-year curse is coming for that team. Pittsburgh's going to be in a five-year toilet because that grumpy old turd wouldn't, uh, wouldn't let go of the starting job for a little bit because he's a little sensitive about that kind of stuff. We got the Bills on the schedule. We got the Chiefs on the schedule. I think 11 to 12 is the most likely outcome for wins, but I think 13 is probably a little bit more likely than say nine or nine, nine and a half. If you're betting, you know, if you're, if you're taking that to Vegas, he's, he's betting the ceiling for sure. Indeed. All right. (laughs) All right. The captain busting out the hat indeed. All right. Let's bring it. Let's bring in Josh. What say you, sir? Tell me your perspective on the outlook this year. I think you're looking at 11 to 12 wins as probably your benchmark. Like, okay, if they do not get there, it's probably, you know, it's not, I'm not saying it's going to be a lost season, but that is the expectation. The expectation is going to be 11 to 12 wins. You're going to run the table. You're going to win your AFC North. And that's the first time that we have really um, – thought this the expectation was that we're going to win the AFC North in quite a long time but the things that the Bengals did this offseason has really propelled themselves into a great position in which that they can go through the schedule and you look at and you know it's kind of weird to look at the Bengals as like okay like who's going to beat them and who's the underdog that's going to come out of nowhere and beat the Bengals because usually the Bengals are in that position but in, actual, in all actuality, this Bengals team is a really good team, and they're really, really, really good on the defensive side of the ball. And they're going to be able to hold a lot of those offenses, you know, you know, keep them stagnant. And the Bengals offense is just going to be able to capitalize on that. So if they don't get to 11 wins, it's going to be under expectation. And I will say, if they do not win the AFC North, as a Bengals fan, and as a Bengals fan that has been watching the Bengals for. 24 years and captain you know he agrees with this 
if they don't get to 11 wins, it's under expectation. Man. It's it's not what we thought that they would be. All right. Yeah. I like that take indeed. Kevin, what say you, sir, on the Bengals uh, 2022 outlook? Well, I would say that uh, I think that probably 11 wins is 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 about the the low bar on the and and maybe 12. I think 13 is just you're you're asking for a little much right there. And uh, fortunately for them, they are not the Cleveland Browns because Cleveland never measures up to expectations. I think the Bengals can, in fact, do that. And uh, as you mentioned, though, Jason. The, the, the AFC is stacked this year, and so it's going to be a battle. Fortunately for them, they're not in the AFC West, and so uh, the Steelers aren't the Steelers anymore. I'm not banking on the Cleveland Browns at all. And Baltimore, they've got to straighten themselves out with all the problems and injuries that they have. And so I think 11 or 12 wins will suffice and get them in the playoffs. And as we saw last year, getting in the playoffs – Sometimes that's all you need because that's what they did last year. They got in, they got hot, and they rode it all the way to the Super Bowl. Yes, indeed. They certainly did. Speaking of hot, this show is coming in hot tonight because we have all all our guests set up. And then, unfortunately, I didn't see, but we might have had an extra one come pop in. We got, let's welcome in the unofficial. Bengals podcast. Welcome into the studio. Uh, I, appreciate, I appreciate you putting me on, and it's a pleasure to be here with all these diehard fans. I mean, everyone who's speaking is speaking the gospel to me. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you. We just got you in, and I know you're coming in kind of cold, so my apologies to set you up this way. But well, we're, since it's your wheelhouse, well, all, we're, all we're asking everyone just now, the topic was give us the 2022 outlook for the Bengals, your prediction on how far their record and how far you think they may go. Okay, so I would say it's hard to predict wins and losses. You know, we can run down a schedule. We could all say 10, 11, 12 wins, you know, whatever the case may be. But what I'm saying is double-digit wins and playoffs is probably in the cards for us. If you look down, if you look at the schedule, if you break down everything, you break down our division, I don't care. I know we're all saying 11, 12, 13 wins, and it probably is going to fall there but give me 10 wins give me nine and seven give me nine and eight and make the playoffs just get us into the tournament and with with the crew that we have and the resilience that they have and the unity that they have we're going to go places it's that joe cool mentality i totally agree got that playoff swagger it's definitely that it factor that the players talk about nick we'll go to you sir What's your take on the Bengals this season? Okay, uh, full disclosure, I'm a, I'm a Steelers fan, so um, <laughs> cue up the booze, Jason. Come on, boo! I wiped my ass with that terrible towel this year. <laughs> <laughs> we all need to take a stop here fresh. and make a bathroom run. I think we do, Kevin. You guys are doing the booze all on your own. I love it. Yeah, you can go take the bathroom bag, and you don't have to come back, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, where are you at? What's your bathroom? I'm, I'm here. Hey, is that the jungle hey. behind you? Yeah, it's it's a jungle because I'm hey. supposed to be nice to my guests. That's so, right. so, so <laughs> I was take the gloves off for me, Nick. I, don't I was told. Nice. I was told to play nice. I was you told to play nice. No, 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 no. So. Anyway, 
Uh, I do, guys. I have you guys at, at 12 and 5. Um, you guys got a pretty favorable schedule. You guys have all the favorable tools on paper, and we know what you guys can do um, physically. The only thing that, that's going to – it haunts every team, and, and I'm not slamming them. It's the Super Bowl hangover. One team always falls apart no matter if it's the winning team or the losing team. But theoretically – from top to bottom, on your roster and on your real be on your rebuilt coaching staff, you guys should again. You guys should run the north, and you guys should make it back into the into the tournament. Whether you make it back to the Super Bowl, that's one other thing. But again, it's always that Super Bowl hangover that one team always has that just doesn't correlate into the next season. And other than that, you guys have all the tools that you should be uh, ready to go. Because again, like I said. As, as a Steelers fan, I'm not I'm not predicting big things for this uh, for this for this season for uh, Pittsburgh, um, with because I don't like Kenny Pickett. I thought that was a wasted pick. Um, the Browns are the Browns, and right now not everything is gelling in Baltimore. Uh, Lamar's not happy with his contract. He's got really no one to throw to except Mark Andrews. So again, theoretically, you guys should run the Northern Division. I never kissed a Steelers fan, but Nick, you're you're tempting me. I like you. <laughs> the Kings of the North definitely deserve a kiss, apparently. All right, Fred, let's go to you, sir. What do you say on the Bengals? And you're on mute, just in case you don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know because he's still there. I say – <laughs> I say ten and seven. Um, I, I kind of believe, like Nick, somebody always comes out the next season after they make the Super Bowl and they just don't start off really quickly. I think that happens to the Bengals. I actually think they go uh, two and two the first, out of the first four games out the gate, losing to Dallas and either Miami or the Jets. It just Who's happens. Dallas? Uh, but I, Who's in the Dallas? Uh, hey, hey, I live in Dallas. Listen, we can get into that. So, so, so listen, we, listen. We can get into that. I think I think ten and seven. Um, I think they hold off the Ravens. I don't see them going back to the Super Bowl. I think it's Buffalo's year, but that's just me. Um, but hey, we're gonna see what happens. Up ten and seven is my call. I have a question. I have a question. How many years are we into calling it Buffalo's year? Because I feel like it's just at year three right now. That's a and fair. And yet to get there. Fair question. Fair question. Yet to get there. So now we have to ask: Is Sean McDermott the actual answer in Buffalo? Is Josh Allen the actual answer in Buffalo? Because every you don't have to ask that. Sean McDermott. You know, that's I, not the question. <laughs> I guess. He's I guess it's we... Buffalo's here. But it's never been their year. They've always lost it for some reason. That's a fair assessment. You want to blame right. a coin well, week, flip, week, week 16 is a pretty big game flip. then, huh? Oh, yeah. I oh, do yeah. think it's going to be a great That's, that's going to decide awesome. a lot of things. That's going to be incredible. We'll, we'll transition awesome. to the games in just one second. Let's let Justin give his final take on the Bengals season. What do you say, sir? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Well, I'm just going to I'm going to break it down real quick for you guys. It's going to be 13 and 4. Uh you guys are not running a gauntlet for an, for a season. I mean, you guys got the NFC East and you got the NFC or, or the AFC or the AFC East and the NFC South. You're not running a gauntlet. You got Buffalo, you got to worry about the Eagles, you got to worry about the Cowboys. That's pretty much you it. Actually, to worry you guys will beat Buffalo and lose to New England. But that's just because New England has that kind of like expertise. And Zach Taylor, I think, is a nuthead. I don't think he's really that great of a coach, to be whoa, honest whoa. with you. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, I said it. it. I said it. So, okay. <laughs> All right. So in a game in which that they were down 11, I believe, Bengals captain, they were down 11, right, in Arrowhead. I believe that they were down 11 in Arrowhead. Well, I mean, 21 they came back and won. Was that not coaching at all? Like, there was no coaching. It was just Joe Burrow and the offense. That was a lot of Joe Burrow. That was a lot of Joe Burrow. It, it takes a, a good of, quarterback to pull it out. a lot of the defense. And a it lot takes of a, lot of, a lot of good. I oh, I never seen your defense in that. I agree with you. Taylor. I agree that Zach, still Zach Taylor, if Zach Taylor picked somebody else, he would not be where he is right now. And it's the ultimate that's all I'm gonna say. Smith. It's the that's ultimate right. team game. You guys, everybody in football, you know, as as you know, watching the game, it's everyone's dependent on anyone. So to say one or the other is kind of silly. I think either way, it's all team effort all the way around. Let's go oh, transition though uh, before we're here all night <laughs> to the team, to the team portion of this. Let's go. We'll start with Josh. We'll start with you first. Give me the best game on the schedule that you like this season. Oh, the best game on the schedule. You're definitely going to look at that week 17 matchup with Buffalo on Monday night. I I mean, that's going to be for not only positioning in the AFC North, you're looking at positioning in the AFC playoffs as in of itself. Who's going to get a home field advantage? Uh, the Bengals, uh, Buffalo's got to come to Cincinnati way deep into uh, January, or not way deep into January, January second, way deep into the season. Is what I meant to say, they, they got to come in way deep into the season. And the thing is about the jungle when it got closer to crunch time, the jungle really turned it up, and the uh, ability of the fan, or the you know the fans being there, and uh, the Bengals being able to come out there and have you know, play really, really good at home is going to be, it's going to speak volumes for them coming that week. And that's going to be for probably the number one spot, the AFC playoffs. So that's exactly what I'm looking at. And that's going to be a great game. And that's where we're going to find out who's the best team in the AFC. That's it right there. It's going to be Buffalo versus Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Who's going to win that ball game? Josh has got the. Josh has the AFC Conference Championship picked out already. I got it right there. Roto right Brady, what say you, sir? What's your favorite game on the schedule? 
All right, to avoid five straight people saying the Buffalo game, um, I'll tell you, what, what's the blockbuster game of the season? Yeah, it's the Bills. Uh, for many reasons, they, you know, they weren't on the schedule last year when we had a, you know, a murderer's row of great victories in a row. But what could be the biggest game of the year is potentially that Week 5 Cowboys game. I think it comes at a, a vital point in the season. It could come at a point where we might be 2-2. Two and two. You know, depending on you know if we are the team that has a bit of a letdown uh, because, you know, we're the team that was not supposed to be in the Super Bowl uh, last year. And so I, I think that that Cowboys game in Dallas, in Jerry's world, in that disgusting Super Bowl of a stadium, uh, I think that could be a really pivotal matchup for the rest of, you know, directing the rest of the course of the season. Kev, other than the Bills, you got something? <laughs> well... <clears throat> I'm in Dallas, so for a personal perspective, I can't wait for the Bengals to come in here and uh, show us uh, how things are supposed to be done because I've actually been in this Super Bowl of a stadium, and so uh, I I just can't wait to see what they're going to do. But uh, I think that the pivotal game is the very first against the Steelers because we could talk about rivals with the Browns. We could talk rivals with the with the the Ravens, but the rivals, as we all know, is the Steelers, and they're playing them at home. It's going to set the tone for the season, and uh, if they can come out, at, like I said, it's at home. They should be able to 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 put the smack down on the Steelers, set their tone as being headed towards the trash bin, and so I think that that first game could set them up for whatever comes up after that. If they win and win convincingly, they're set to really do some damage coming down you know, through their schedule. Well, I like that. All right, Captain, what do you say? Give me a game you like. I'm going to let social media drive my decision. I have never <laughs> met bigger trolls after we beat this team. But my eye, let me, let me set the stage for December 4th. We've got on the big screen, little baby Mahomes. Maury Povich rolls out. With the DNA test, and we find out that yes, Joe Burrow is the father. Three in a row. Oh, hey, who's your daddy, Maury Povich? Captain, if you think you love me, it's it's mutual, my brother. It's mutual. I love it. All right, the unofficial Bengals podcast, my brother. Tell me what's your favorite game on the schedule. How could I not agree with the captain? If you think about the Chiefs beating them twice last year, destroying their dreams in their home stadium, they're going to be after us. Mahomes is going to be trying to play his best. Reed is going to be game planning. The enemy, they're going to be totally out to try to beat the Bengals. So, yes, the Bills game is probably the most pivotal. And obviously the Ravens are going to be fun. Steelers week one, definitely fun. But that Chiefs game is a big one. All right. Yeah, I like that. Lots of good games in store. Guys, I'd go to my crew, but we're already way past up. So we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We got Fantasy Feud Bangles oh, no. Edition. <laughs> this is going to be lots of fun. We'll be right back. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game yet. Still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So 
We at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. See you put them up, reach the skies, cause the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. We have an unusual amount of players tonight. Not this is not as normal. Oh, Josh got to go to the bathroom. Saw that beer this guy's drinking. He's got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right, so listen, we're gonna play fantasy feud tonight. But as you can see, we got a lot. We got a big mix here. So I think what we're gonna do is that you know I know you guys don't know this, but during the breaks, I can see you in the breaks. And every oh. time we go to a break, Freddie is acting like he's falling asleep. So I'm going to add him to a team tonight. I think we'll keep the bottom row down here. We got Kevin, Bang- uh, Bangles, Captain, Unfixed Report. Let's go back row. We're Bang- bringing it. Roto right here. Bottom and row. Yeah. We'll bring in the Jesta for that team. All right. So with that said, you guys haven't seen the game before. So basically, I don't have any fancy buzzers. What I'm going to do is ask the question. You'll have it'll be five answers to that question. You'll just shout out an answer. If you have a correct one and I hear it first, your team will get control of the round. You'll get to be able to close out the remaining five, but you'll have three strikes to close it out. If you don't, then it goes to the other team to get a chance to steal. And you just got one guess at it. So before Nick wants to put in his little two cents, just one, one at a time, one guess at a time. Yeah, one don't roll up the whole list. So don't show out, don't shout out a bunch of different players. Just shout out one, but just try to shout it out as fast as you can. That's that's Ooh. the gist of it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with all that said, it's time. Play the few. Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. I laugh every time I hear that video. It shouldn't be. You can't help it. It shouldn't be long tonight because we got Bengal experts in the house. And Fred. All right, let's get things started. First five answers on the board. Here's the question. Give me, in Bengals' all-time history, their passing yard leaders. Ken Anderson. Ken Anderson. All right, sorry. So With a lot of people in, with a lot of people in, my uh, video goes a little crazy. So my bad. That is correct. Ken Anderson, thirty-two thousand eight hundred and thirty-eight. He is number wow. numero uno on the list. Great job. All Sorry, right. My dog Cincy has been going nuts. It, All good, my friend. Yeah. No, Maybe because you named him Cincy. 
I'm oh. Andrew Sensei. All right, all good. Let's move on. No strikes. You got the first one on the board. Go right ahead. What else you guys got? Our our team is going right now. Yeah. Yes. Boomer yeah. Andy Dalton's number two. And oh, this kid, he's like, I was going to go there. The Andy Dalton. Go ahead, Kev. Boomer Esiason. We're gonna. I'm gonna skip the corrects because they're just taking too long on my end. Correct answer to Andy Dalton, thirty-one thousand five hundred ninety-four. Boomer Esiason also correct. Number three, twenty-seven thousand one hundred and forty-nine. No strike, Captain. You got four and got five four. left on the board. Four and five. I hate to say his name, but Carson Palmer. Yes. Carson Palmer is correct. That's number four on the list. 22,694. You got one left. Number five. You got no strikes, though. Jeff Blake. Jeff Blake. Oh! <laughs> How to play the one to close it out with Jeff Blake? Who thought Jeff Blake would have closed out that one? Great job, Jeff Blake is number five, fifteen thousand one hundred and thirty-four yards. All right, well, good job. You guys got round one. Let's go to round two. Top five answers on the board. You guys got a little 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 warmed up now you know what to do here let's go the other team let's go fred help out your teammates all right top five answers on the board here's the question give me Bengals all time top rushing td leaders of Corey all dylan pete johnson Corey dylan i heard first and is correct with yeah. 45 so you guys control go right ahead what else you got you guys want to pass a play, or do you want to play this? <laughs> we you guys I've never given that option because I, I never understood that in Family Feud. Nobody's ever passed in their life. So I don't let's, even know let's why. Play this. I, I, I'm going to say another one. I'm going to say Rudy Johnson. Rudy Johnson is also correct. He is number two let's at 48. All right, so you got number one remaining, number four, and number five still left on the list. No strikes. Number one, number four, number five. Fellas, how we feeling? You got Rudy Johnson <laughs> and Corey Dillon. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Joe Mixon's on the board. Joe Mixon. I was talking to my teammates. I was talking to my teammates. I was not talking to the board. I was talking. All to my names count. So that he was number six. It's horseshit. Excuse me, sorry. This is horse crap. Oh, only one strike, though, so plenty remaining. You still got the number one, number four, and number five. And good luck if you can name – well, if you can name number one, you should name number one. That should be pretty easy. Um, but four and five, the other two, I, I don't know. James Brooks. James Brooks. James Brooks is correct. That Thank is number you. four. He's number four on the list at 37. So good job there. So you – you got number one and number five left. Then, like Icky Woods playing the team. Icky, Icky, Icky Woods. Icky Woods. Icky Woods is on the team, but not on this list. No. no. I, would, 
playing with who on this game. <laughs> number eight. People running eight. names out. <laughs> number eight? Number you eight. You definitely should know number one. Um, I'll just say that. But you, you're missing one and five on the list. I, I think I think Cedric Benson is number four. Five. But, but we're all, we're, we're oh. Oh. oh hell no! He was number twelve, this sir. This is horseshit. This is horseshit. I was talking it out. I was thinking he was, out. Th- he was thinking out loud. All right, hold on. Let's. We know number one. We already heard it earlier. That's why I kept alluding yeah, to it. I said it. it. We, we know number one. I said it already. Yes, we do. We know, we know number one. And you so, better have watched. If you haven't watched the Bengals pre-1980, you wouldn't know it. Yeah, but, yep. You got it. So, I have. I was no, he, was a, he was a fullback disguised as a halfback for all you guys that didn't get it. Pete, Pete Johnson. Pete Johnson. Pete Johnson, 64 TDs. Number numero uno on this I'm list. I'm so sorry. Bro. You know number five. Do you guys know number five? Just out of curiosity. Only because I have his rookie card. I Peter think Mark, it might Mark, be Larry Kinnebrew. Peter it Peter is Mark. correct. Larry Kinnebrew is number five. He's tied oh, up. Never, He's never tied got with, broke, uh, with 37 there at the end. So good How job. Is that? That was wow. a wave behind. Okay. All right, I might I might have misappropriated this team. I feel bad for you guys. My bad. But hey, but guess what? I'm about to even the odds up because I'm really gonna test your fanhood now. This is a question, no matter any fan that comes on here, they're always stumped. Top five answers on the board. Here's the question. Give me all time the top five teams you have the best winning percentage against. Browns. The Cleveland Browns is you guys got a chance up here go ahead jester you got one uh, i want to know if they have one first because they're real cincinnati fans <laughs> i think i think i might know one I think just I say it man just say it even with a low go the ahead Ra- the raiders i know we have a the Raiders. Does anyone want to say one of the uh, black cats in uh, Florida? What do you guys think? Come on, Captain. Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a good question. Even with a loss last year, the Jets? The Jets? See, I told you, this stumps... Every. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, I got one. I got one. I got, how about the Buffalo Bills? The Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons, and My definitely God. not. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> okay, wait. We got to think this one out. Oh, what about, what about the Ravens? What about the Ravens? Hold on. We got to Can I can I consult with Captain before we give an official go answer? Go ahead. Go ahead. Captain Texans or am I tripping? Oh, I don't even not know. The playoffs, not the playoffs. Not the playoffs. Oh, oh, you know what? We beat them last year. They've been bad for a long time. Can we just say Lions? There you the go. Detroit Lions. Lions. We'll go with that. Come on. 
an easy one. Everybody's got uh, now, now, who else? Jeez. Wait, we should go that the Lions are the Lions are number one on this list. You guys are ten can and I, three. Can I chat time. with Roto Brady by chance and Nick by chance? Like, well, you know, well, you have five strikes already. You don't have a chance anymore, Josh. I'm sorry, anymore? that was that was a couple ah, beers ago. Boy. You lost. All Well, well, hey. In all fairness, he's not, he's he's drinking Michelob Ultra, so let's so let's not call that beer. That's true. That's true. Oh, that's, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Let's, right, let's get to the let's other team. Down. You guys are up. Uh, you guys. Now you're gonna start with one strike because we yeah, had to go kind of back and forth a little bit. So you got one strike, but you got uh you got one answer. The Lions. You guys mentioned the Texans. You want to go there? The Houston Texans. Boy, you guys are bad against the bad teams. Damn, yeah, yeah. we don't hear anything coming out of you, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, a lot of meat on this bone. You got two, three, four, and five on this list. What? I don't know, guys. Washington, throw it out there. Washington, the commanders. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Don't say nothing. Yeah, Don't jump out there. Some help down here. Don't jump out there. <laughs> Check this out. Check this out. I kind of know this game. Pick somebody within the same division of the Lions. That's how you do it. I don't know about all well, that. It's your turn now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm I, not gonna pick you, it, you but know I'm getting you know this is who this is who I think, but I let the experts do it. You spelled it wrong. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. It's no, backwards, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Hey, I'm talking you, you said friend. it first. I'm, ta- I, I, I'm talking with my teammates here. Okay, I think I, I would go. I would Has go with somebody Cleveland? like either Minnesota or Chicago. Yeah, you said Cleveland earlier. 
Chicago been bad for a Even long time. They clean them again. again. You know, I'm willing to roll the I'm willing to roll the dice with Chicago if my teammates concur. Well, you know, Chicago Bears, the Chicago Uh, Bears for the uh, win or the loss. uh, Josh, I'll give you one last quick bite at it. Is there oh, anyone? The, Gi- the Giants. The Giants. Ooh. The Giants would have been on this list. They were oh, number oh, five. They've oh, <laughs> been rough. Against the Giants. The rest of this list, number two, the Eagles. You guys are nine and three all time against the Eagles. And, and one. And one. And one. And one. We, we have and, a tie You're right. Correct. Correct. And, Against the Falcons, number three, you guys are nine and five against them. Number four, the L.A. Rams, eight and six. The Rams, wow. Couldn't beat them when they did it last year. We're definitely on the rocks there. (laughs) Just for for fun, the last question, I'll just give you the uh, answers. The teams you have the worst winning percentage against, number one. Number one all time, the 49ers. You are yeah, four yeah. and eleven against the 49ers. We don't, we don't want to talk about Joe Montana. Yeah. How about we don't want to hear that adjustment either. Number two on this, <laughs> number two on this list. How about it's America's team, the Miami <laughs> Dolphins? You are seven and seventeen against the Miami Dolphins. Give you a heads up on that. Cowboys are number three, four and nine against the Cowboys. Number four, the Broncos, eleven and twenty-two all time, and the last one on this list, at number five, the New England Patriots, nine and seventeen all time. If you don't know, now you know. This is fun stuff for you to share with your friends during football season, and we gotta congratulate today's winner. The, the camera video oh. finally catch up. All right. <laughs> All right. right. We, got the, we got the winners, and now we got to congratulate the losers. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Damn. Fantastic. That that whooping happened so fast, I forgot. There was one other question. I'll just throw it out there just so you guys know. Receiving TD leaders all time, Chad Johnson, number one, 66. AJ Green, number two, at 65. Bro, go back to the Bengals and get that record, bro, for one more year before you go out. Call overrated Pitt. receiver in Bengals history. Well, not, at, no, not according to this list. Number three. Carl Pickens, 63. Remember that name from back in the day. Isaac Curtis was number four at 53. And Eddie, downtown Eddie Brown was number five with 41. All right. We're the Bengals quick... picked over Jerry Rice. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Well, well, well bringing on the power right there. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's a good tidbit. I like that. That's right. a bummer. 
Let's take how that worked out. That's <laughs> something to think about later. Hey, at least he's number five on the list. So hey, what are you gonna do? All right, we're gonna take a quick <laughs> break. When we come back, we got a fantasy show. We're gonna talk about fantasy rankings. Believe it or not, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? <laughs> Say less. We got you. TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Night, 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 sorry, and now possible play You're on your way. <laughs> now we want to bring that professional, fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league create more fun, friendly banter. And give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it needed. to interacting with you and your league soon. Don't forget TSSFantasy.com. Go visit it today. Get signed up. We are the Fantasy Show of the Peak. The fantasy show, the people indeed. Again, we are a fantasy show, and it's time to talk hey, about fantasy rankings. Are hey, you Commish. Ready? Yes, sir. You just spoiled my whole little thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Commish, I'm out. All right, with that said, it's time to talk about rankings. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, that it's been a long vacation for Fred. So apparently, this is a little too wow. Much. He's got to warm up a little bit. He's got a little cardio to get things going. All right, let's start out with uh, the quarterback position. Let's talk about yeah. Joe Burrow last year, number nine uh, QB overall. Mr. Oh. Joe Cool, Joe Cool. God, if you listen, I mean, how do you not like Joe Burrow and these offensive weapons? I'm looking at, you know, I, I don't want to go in a long, big explanation over it because, quite frankly, they haven't lost anything. You looked at what, you know, the pieces that left, they added pieces to replace them. There's nothing missing from this team that was hitting on all cylinders last year in the playoffs. Does, you know, I know Fred mentioned earlier, maybe they struggle a little bit in the beginning of the season. I don't see that because they struggled so much in the regular season last year. So you're going to have a little bit of that moxie from the Super Bowl uh, coming in for them. So, again, Joe Burrow, I like a lot the season. I got him ranked number eight so far. Justin, what say you on Joe Burrow? Uh, I'm bumping him up to number five, and he's right there in competition with Kyler Murray. Uh, both beautiful throwers of the ball. I, I mean, absolutely. These two guys are are great. I think Burrow takes it because he's got better weapons. 
I mean, for me, I look at this guy. He had most pressure throws last year, and he had the best throw. He had the most – the best catchable throw. So 75% of his pressure throws were catchable. And I'm looking at that, I'm going, okay, that's freaking money right there. This is a guy who, when the pressure is on him, like that offensive line was garbage last year. When the pressure was on him, he was making these passes. He was making them look great. So when I look at this, I'm, hey, Alex Kappa's in. Alex Kappa went to my school. I saw that guy freaking dominate D2. You know, they brought in Laurel Collins, who was, you know, a dominant right tackle slash left tackle for the Cowboys. He also moved in guard. You guys went out. You guys addressed your position. You guys have a hell of a receiving core for him. The sky is the limit. Everybody's like, oh, this is the ceiling. This is the ceiling, Joe Burrow. No, the sky's the limit. He just barely touched that ceiling. He's going to break through that glass ceiling this year. Breaking through. He just, can't in- run. he just can't run the ball right now. That's the only thing that keeps him at five. If he can run right, the ball, yeah. he'd be up there at number one and number two with Allen and Herbert. 100%. Absolutely. Uh, totally concur. Nick, what say you on Joe? Uh, Justin, got anything else for me? Okay, no. just want to make sure. Okay, go ahead, Nick. Uh, I have him currently have him at number three right right now. Um, I have him behind Allen and somebody else. Hold on. Herbert, 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 Allen and somebody else. So yeah, so I have him behind uh, Allen and and Herbert respectively. I mean, he threw for forty six hundred yards last season, thirty four and fourteen, and he had a rating of one hundred and eight point three. I don't see why he can't duplicate or even elevate those those numbers with, with the second and third year with with these guys. Uh, they got they got the core to do it. The only thing that's that's going to stop them, honestly, is injury. So uh, if the, if the core can stay healthy, he can he can elevate those those numbers from last year. Fred, what say you, sir? Are you you back? You're good to go. What what say uh, you, on Joe Burrow? Uh, number six. Uh, I, I I think he's gonna have a great year. That's not saying that he's gonna have a bad year, but I see Herbert, Murray, Rogers, Josh Allen, and then Mahomes ahead of him. So I give him number six. All right. Well, let's just keep it going down the row there. The unofficial Bengals podcast. What do you say of our where we have Joe Burry? You think we're on the money, or where, should we go higher, lower? What do you say? Yeah, I think it, what everyone said is pretty much accurate at this point. But you got to remember a couple things. If you look at the second half of last year. His touchdown to interception ratio was off the charts. So, you know, he had a couple rough games early against the Bears, against the Jets and whatnot. But down the stretch, those last like eight, nine games, he only threw like two picks, had a ton of touchdowns. And for those of you that don't think he can run, he just ran 20 miles an hour at training camp at, at OTAs. So I know we don't want Joe Burrow to run. Let's be honest. Any fan out there, we don't want to see him run. But that's like a hidden weapon that a lot of people aren't thinking about. And to belabor the point, you get those three new offensive linemen in, you roll him out to the right side now, and he's got a lot of freedom there to pass the ball with a, with a nice tight pocket, everyone blocking for him up front, not the same kind of pressure that he had last year. He's going to have a monster year. You know, when I bet on FanDuel, not fantasy, but just like betting on, on a game, you could do that in Jersey, two-plus touchdowns for Joe Burrow every game is almost like a gimme. Yeah, no, I think that's a guarantee, absolutely. Let's go to the cap. What say you, sir? You like where we got him? I like Nick. A uh, couple things to think about. Zach Taylor has always wanted to do more with that offense, Justin. <laughs> Watch. Hey, hey I, got, I got a quick one for you. How many games has Zach Taylor won without Joe Burrow? 
Oh, hardly any. Okay, but... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He remade the complete team. I know a little birdie. Lost. Li- li- little birdie told me. They are working on a more creative offense this year. Now that everybody ha- has a little bit of a time under them, especially the wide receivers. And if to, to unofficial Bengals podcast point, as the season wore on, even Jamar Chase knew where he should be a little bit more. T. Higgins knows where he can be. Joe's directing where he wants these guys. Like, listen, I'm going to throw it to this spot on your body on this route. They are fine tuning it that much. So, mm-hmm. The addition of the extra protection plus all the extra creativity we're going to see in the offense this year, I, I like him at three. Yeah, ooh, I like that a lot. Like good analysis, Kevin. What say you, sir? Well, I'm going to slot him in at uh, number four, and I'm going to do that right after uh, Allen, and then Mayhomes, and then Herbert. So I'm going to slot him in right there. Uh, he's going to be battling out. That that four position with like with Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, but he's got the weapons that those two guys don't have. Right, and so I think that puts him in there as a number four solid. And the thing that I really like about him, the stat that really stands out that no one's brought up so far is the seventy percent completion percentage. And so that is just off the charts right there. And uh, for you know the NFL that likes to throw, you know. Lots of passes. 70% is aces. And so I'm going to put him at number four. And uh, I see that his ADP is, has him at, at the fifth round. If you can get him in the fifth round, you, you could be dancing all night if that's what you can you, you can pull that off. Dan- dancing all night. I love it, Kev. <clears throat> now, from your era, what kind of dance are we busting out, bro? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what kind of dance? I'm, I'm a classic rock guy. All right. So, we might oh, so be doing some you power do dancing. To... No, no, Nick. No, no, no. Little pour, pour okay. some sugar let, on let, me. Let, 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 yeah, lower that just a little bit. We might oh, be that's... doing some. We might be oh, doing that some was 87, Cooper. Here, Cooper, right? that was 87. All right. All right, let's quit showing our age. Josh, what's say I was in middle school. So All right, Nate. I'll be honest, I don't see why you can't see him at number one. I, I think what Joe Burrow has over a lot of these a lot of these quarterbacks is that he can play with a deficit. You've seen Lamar Jackson play with a deficit. You've seen Patrick Mahomes play with a deficit. You can see Josh Allen play with a deficit. They are not as good as Joe Burrow is with a deficit. You can see Joe Burrow play his best when you need him to play his best. And you look – I'm sorry for the hiccup. But you look for that – you look down the schedule, you know, they play Dallas, they play the Jets, they play Miami, they play the Saints, they play the Falcons. I don't see why you can't see see Joe Burrow having a number one overall year and having an MVP year with the wide receivers that he has. And now that he has the offensive line that he has. And now let's also throw in the running game that he has. Joe Mixon had 12 over 1,200 yards last year. 
And now he has a much better offensive line. And you think Joe Burrow is not going to benefit from that? So that way, that now the defense has to key in on the run. And instead of keying on the run, Joe Burrow can just throw it over the top to Jamar Chase. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a number one type of quarterback year over the rest of the NFL. I, I think this is it. And, you know, call me crazy. I think he's the number one quarterback in the NFL. There you go. Well, there it is. We won't call you crazy. We won't call you crazy, Josh. I'm one quarterback in the NFL. We'll just say you're feeling the Mick Ultra Buzz. All right. Hey, 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 hey. I had a couple. I didn't have that many. I had a couple. I had a couple. Brady, what's what say you, sir? Do we got Joe Burrow in the right spot? There's a lot of factors that go into how he's going to finish this year. But the improvements to the offensive line could lead to, I mean, exponential improvements in the passing game, but also a much more full-bodied attack from the entire offense. What's the other thing is that he's got options on options on options. This, you know, is this Joe Burrow in the Bengals or is this Kurt Warner in the greatest show on turf circa 1999? If you told me that Hayden Hurst and Tyler Boyd combined for 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns at the end of this year, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that he can get a few goal line rushing touchdowns. That wouldn't surprise me, a la Matt Stafford back in those days when he was finishing, you know, real, real high in the, the fantasy quarterback rankings. But I do think just the ability not to rush for 150 yards and three touchdowns on his own could keep him from being number one. So I think a very safe range is three to five. Yeah, like that indeed. You're all kind of in the same wheelhouse. Basically, bottom line, Joe Cool, smooth criminal, cold-ass honky in the top ten. Go grab him for your fantasy team. No question about that. Going to the running back position, Joe Mixon last year, number three, 16 games. Like I used to, I used to knock on Joe Mixon all the time, worried about his injury history, his injury status. Um, last year really just shut my mouth. Number three overall, really showed improved last year. Um, bottom line is, you guys are talking a lot about this Bengal offense being high profile um, and all this. Joe Mixon will benefit from that, but I also think he might regress a little bit from that too if they are heavy, heavy pass so much. So I got Joe Mixon number seven overall this year. Justin, what say you, sir? See, I don't think they – he fought, he takes a um, downtick even if they pass. I mean, he's a utility back. He can run the ball. He can catch the ball. He does everything. Um, as far as what Roto Brady was saying, I think that's kind of something that could definitely be happening this year. I mean, they already had the tenth best win rate on the pat or on the run blocking. So you just add to it with a powerful guard and a powerful right tackle. So. At this point, I'm drafting uh, Joe Mixon as my running back. He's my RB3, you know, third best running back out there, um, tons of talent, and he's still relatively young, too. I think he's only like 25, 26. So, you know, this is a guy who still has a couple good years left in him, and he's behind a good line. Behind a good line with a good offense. So, again, can't go wrong. You know, when I say I'm a little downtick, you know, I'm, I'm we're, we're going four spots. So, we're kind of splitting hairs. But don't forget, handcuffed this year four looks like Sabjane Perrine and Chris Evans, possible passing back. Um, I didn't hear what you said. Nick, let's go to I said I said back. four spots in the difference between top five and top ten. Okay, I gotcha. All right, Nick, go right ahead, sir. Yeah, whatever that was. Uh, I have him at <laughs> number ten currently. Uh, again, I'm I'm doing by uh, PPR ranks. Um, he's got 
he had 1,200 yards last season. He had six plays of over 20 yards. He had 13 touchdowns, and he averaged his average was low for a top 10 back. He only had he only averages uh, 75 yards per rushing game. So um, with with that, that's why I can't put him any higher. Uh, just rechecking my my rankings, uh, two players that that he could supplant. Uh, based on their production and and or uh, situation, would be Kamara and McCaffrey. We know about both of those players' uh, situations regarding the uh, possible suspension and the and the injury prone. I could see them kind of flip flopping, uh, but again, uh, presently I have Joe Mixon at number ten based on last year's numbers. Fred, I've been much drafting. improved, much improved from from the year before. Fred, I've been drafting with you for a long time, sir, and you, sir, are a Joe Mixon guy. <laughs> if I have ever not seen one, what say you? Where you got him right this year? Uh, I'll kind of agree with you. You know, every year I get to pick Joe Mixon. The one year he does really well, I didn't get him, but I had Jonathan Taylor, so that's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I give him, I give him six or seven. Man, there's a, a few of them ahead of him: Taylor, Chubb. Uh, Cook, uh, I, I say, uh, I agree totally with you, Jason, right around seven. All right, let's go. We'll go to the top first. Let's go to Roto Brady. We'll start off with you. Give me your take on the running backs and Joe, well, really just Joe Mixon. Where do you got Joe at? <laughs> now, I have him at six, um, and that's because personally, I will have no part of Christian McCaffrey. Uh, so I count him out of that range where you'd be picking one of your top running backs. I'd, I'd feel much more comfortable having Joe Mixon on my roster than Christian McCaffrey. I think all the contextual factors that we've discussed about whether that could lead to an uptick or a downgrade for Mixon, I think they're kind of a wash. Um, there's not really that guy that I think is going to be there to steal the important moments from Joe Mixon. If anything, I'd go to Vegas and put on plus 10,000 for Shamari Jones to get three goal line touchdowns uh, as an undrafted free agent. But otherwise, uh, I think he's really safe where he is, and I, I'm, I want no part of Christian McCaffrey for all the reasons discussed. And, uh, I, everything we just said, uh, Mr. Brady, that was probably the most uh, astute thing about him not getting – Nobody there to take anything away from him. I think that's really a big point because um, a lot of the running backs that, you know, we talk about, there's somebody there behind him that can take away something. You're right. There's really nothing behind Joe Mixon right now. So you're, you hit it spot on. Josh, what say you, sir? Is he the number one back overall too? See, what you're looking at here is a guy behind a very bad offensive line ran 12.05 last year. And that, that's a big number for any back, and not only any back, but any back that's in the AFC North. And now he's got an offensive line that is mean, tough, nasty, got that, that Cincinnati style in them. And now they're going to come out there, and, and you have this receiving threat that while it is elite, they're not going to rely on it. They're going to rely a lot on the running game. They're going to rely a lot on taking time off the clock, and they're going to rely on Joe Mixon to take over games. You look at the Raiders game last year in which Joe Mixon rushed for over 100 yards and a couple touchdowns, and you're going to see that a lot more this year because they have a better offensive line, and there's more games in which that Joe Mixon can take over the game. And which we don't need this elite receiving court. We really just need Joe Mixon. So you're going to see him go over 1205. If there's any reason for him to go under 1,000 yards, it probably means that he was injured for the majority of the year. 
That that's what I would say. So if you're looking for a running back in fantasy this year, Joe Mixon is your guy. Joe Mixon is the guy. You heard it here first. Kevin, what say you on Mr. Mixon? Well, just like you were saying, Jason, I was one of the ones that got burned by him really bad in uh, 2020. So I stayed way away from him last year. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. And so that was to my detriment, of course. And so I've got him at number seven, and that's only if CMC can finally be CMC. As Roto mentioned, you got to be really, really, really questioning that right here. Uh, The only thing about it is the Bengals, they have to kind of decide what kind of team are they going to be. Are they going to be the throwing team? Because his last six games of the regular season, he had 54, 58, 58, 65, 46. That is not elite in any way, shape, or form. But then, you know, he put over 100 against the Raiders. And so if he can be that kind of guy, then he's definitely right around the first round. I'd say that you could probably get him in the second. And if you can get him in the second and pair him with somebody, maybe Justin Jefferson, let's say, You've got yourself a really good wide receiver, running back, tandem. And so I'd feel really comfortable if I was to get him in the second round. Not so much in the first, but second, he would be money. I take Mixon and Jefferson all day. I agree. Captain, what say you, sir? You, you like where we got Mixon, or where would you have him? I do. I, You know, I, I really do think he's got potential to reach that top five. Um, that Super Bowl loss really stung. They, they talked about their goal line and, and third down efficiency. That's going to be a focus this offseason. And, and the whole mix-up or timing or whatever it was with Samaje in, Mixon wanted to be in the game at that point in time. And I'll tell you a quick story about Mixon. When he was behind Jeremy Hill, running backs coach at the time, hands me the phone, shows me this text, and – Mixon was going off. He's like, I am so much better than Hill. He said it differently. I can't say it on air. He <laughs> is determined. I guarantee that sat with him the entire offseason. And those pivotal, uh, pivotal, pivotal moments that Kevin was talking about, everybody's talking about, it's got to be Mixon. Mixon's getting the ball more often. He's going to be in on third down more often this year. It's going to be a little bit different for them, so he could be top five. It's funny, as much as a football connoisseur I am and, you know, all the shows we've done, 
I forgot about that. And I went, I was going off about that too. I remember talking to my wife, like, why? Why isn't Joe Mixon the most important down? And you don't have Joe Mixon running the ball? It didn't make any sense. I remember being on the show going crazy about it. Totally right. Thank you. Thanks for the reminder on that one. I totally forgot. Unofficials, Bengal podcast. What say you, sir? Commissioner, you're totally right. That third down in the Super Bowl really laid a picture for the future. And we're going to see Joe Mixon in there more on third downs from now on. So that's going to contribute to his fantasy value. And if you think about what they did to that right side of the offensive line, I don't want to belabor the point, but Lyle Collins is a mauler. Alex Kappa has great movement skills. He's going to get more as long as he stays healthy. I mean, that's been the big factor over his career. But if he stays healthy behind that line, he's going to get a lot of production. He's going to be in there more on third downs. And, again, if you're taking the better's point of view, not the fantasy, you take Mixon for over 18.5 receiving yards a game, another another winning bet. You heard mm. it here first. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah, Joe Mixon, yeah, like I said. I think so. That's a, <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we – you definitely need to come back for future bet, bet, betting for sure. All right, let's go to the receivers. We got – um. look, I mean, if you listened to my show last year in the summer, I was the guy who told you from day one that Jamar Chase was going to be a top ten guy. It didn't make any sense for him not to be. Captain, you hit it on earlier. I was like – when I said last summer, the, the Joe Burrow went and asked for his homeboy from college – where do you think he's going to throw the ball to? And, of course, he's going to throw Jamar Chase. And he proved us right number three last year. I have him at number three this year, um, you know, only because, you know, again, we're splitting hairs. Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, game flow dictates touchdowns. There's all kind of different factors. That's just where I have him. He could easily be the number one receiver overall. T. Higgins. I got tired of hearing – he was one of those guys, like, for me, you'll hear me talk about J.K. Dobbins tomorrow night. I can't stand talking about that dude because it's always we're hearing about potential, 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 what this guy could do, what this guy could do. I've been hearing that a lot about T. Higgins, and but, you know, and quite frankly, hadn't seen, but every once in a while him pop up. Last year, though, started to show and prove last year. 17th overall last year. He was 20, and so this year I have him 23rd, just taking a little step back. Tyler Boyd, another nice surprise for you guys at number 33 overall last year. Like him as well. I got him around a little bit above that. I got him at 31 this year. Um, just kind of, t- again, talking about game flow. That's why I took a little bit away from T. Higgins, add a little bit to Tyler Boyd. Um, again, I want to add because we're kind of, we went way over time. So I just want to add in the tight end so we can kind of uh, wrap this up. Hayden Hurst could be that surprise tight end for you this year quite frankly he had a great year with atlanta until they drafted kyle pitts they draft kyle pitts in he fades back it makes sense but now you got a potential top 10 guy in a in a good offense who you saw what they did with cj uzuma a few times last year uzi yamama last year and a few games he was the top tight end sometimes so he had some great games so imagine it now you got an already talented hayden hurst in the mix this could be big things in a big sleeper for you at the tight end position. Justin, I lumped it all in. Give me your uh, receiving threats for the Bengals. Chase is two. Higgins is 10. Um, Chase is the upside guy to Jefferson being the do-it-all guy. So, I mean, obviously last year he had six games of over 20 points, and he had one game, 55 points, where he absolutely exploded. Um, Higgins is your absolutely do-it-all everywhere on the field, possession, deep threat. He can be in the slot. He's just the guy. Um, 
You know, as far as Boyd and Hayden Hurst go, I think it's going to go to Boyd. I'm not a huge Hayden Hurst fan, never have been. Uh, he's never really reached that level that everybody wanted him to. Uh, I think his highest touchdown receptions was five. Uh, and that was the previous year with Atlanta that Coop talked about. Uh, so I think Boyd coming out of the slot is going to be huge this year. He hit the slot 75% of the time last year. And I think that you can really take advantage of another big bodied wide receiver in the head zone, especially when you got to double up Chase or Higgins. So that is my take on that. And Boyd, I have him at 40. Not a huge numbers for Hayden Hayden Hurst, I agree. However, he was that season the number 10 fantasy tight end in PPR. Nick, what say you, sir, on the Bengals receiving threats? Right now I have uh, Jamar Chase at number two. I have T. Higgins at 33. And uh, I got Tyler Boyd at 56. And the reason why I have him at 56, why he's so low, is because he's just a forgotten guy. I mean – he only see he really only sees the ball in the end zone, and he, and he's only got five five TDs. Two years ago, he was the guy, and then ever since they got Chase and then Higgins, uh, he he just like the forgotten guy. So uh, that's why I, I have him him so low. And as far as Hayden Hurst, I'm not really expecting big big things because they just got one ball, too many guys to get to, and uh, yeah. Um, Hurst, you're open here. Let me just get to you. That's it. Well, that's what that's what happened with CJ Uzuma last year. And like I said, it was a few weeks where he was the number one tight end overall during that week. Uh, Jester, let's say you, sir. What do you say on the Bengals receiving threats? And you're on mute again, sir. <laughs> I totally agree with Nick on Hurst. I think it's like you said, he might have two big weeks. It just happens like that. Boyd, I don't even care about him. I think Jamar Chase is fifth. I don't think he's in the top three. Um, I, I think uh, C.D. Lamb, Jefferson, Cup, and Diggs are better. And I think uh, Higgins is right around 12 or 13. Yeah, I think they're going to have better years this year. Um, I think we all, everybody drank the Kool-Aid last year. I think he's really good. He's the top five, but he is fifth. And Higgins will be right around 12 to 14. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like grape Kool-Aid, the, the Jester is serving <laughs> it up tonight it for you. Orange, orange all day long. drinking all of it. He does not like it at all. Let's say you and listen. And when you go to TSS, this is the kind of analysis that you want. When you're like, eh, I'm not even thinking about. It. I'm not even worried about. It. Tyler Boyd, like, like that's like number fifty or sixty. Uh, like, come on. We'll start down at the bottom again. Work our way back up. Unofficial Bengals podcast. Start you, sir. Let's say you on the receiving threat and tight end. Okay, so here it is. Obviously, Jamar Chase is a major talent in this league and is going to be a dominant player for years to come. But the problem with the Bengals from a fantasy point of view is they split the receptions between each guy. If you if you take last season 17 games, and I don't know the numbers, but I'm just going to rough them, but it was like five games Boyd had the most yards and receptions, six games Higgins, seven games Chase. Like, they're all right there. So they're these guys that are almost like feast or famine, unfortunately. So I don't know if you can really bank on like Jamar Chase start him every week because it might be a Higgins week. It might be a Boyd week. And that's what we saw last year. Truthfully, this is going to sound like a weird take. And I really just came up with it now, but Hayden Hurst might be like the most reliable number there. Joe Burrow has never had like a really solid, reliable tight end. I know Uzama had his, had his moments, but Hurst is, is an underdog. Like he got beat out by Andrews in Baltimore, who wouldn't get beat out? He got beat out by Pitts in Atlanta, 
and who wouldn't get beat out by him. Now he's going to be the number one guy. Maybe I'm tripping. I would say he's the best bet of all of them, even though all three kick butt. Wow, we're gonna we're we're gonna record that, bro. We're gonna have to play that later because if that comes true, wow, we're gonna we'll call you Nostradamus on this show. Bengals captain, what say you, sir, on the Bengals receiving threat? That's tough to follow. I love, absolutely love Hayden Hurst, but the Bengals do not, and I don't see that changing. But they're not going to scheme the tight end open. That it's not an offense that centers around the tight end. Uh, it it was said, hey, if he's open he's going to get the ball. So it's going to be real boomer bust for tight ends in Cincinnati. I, I'm just, Justin said it all for, for me, you know, top three. Absolutely. And with the expectation that Burrow's going to take another surprising step forward, even more yards, even more touchdowns, it's going to get spread around with those top three wide receivers. Listen, this is why we go get this inside info. Hayden Hurst, if you're listening right now, the captain's told you, you better get open or you ain't getting the ball, bro, period. <laughs> he works right. hard, he'll get the ball. But, <laughs> yeah, he better start speaking up in film room like, wait a minute, where's my where's my play? The captain has spoken, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin, what say you, sir, on uh, the uh, Bengals the receiving threats? Well, the uh, unofficial Bengals podcaster, he's right on because uh, – the real winner of all this, of course, is the quarterback because you've got all these receivers and you just don't know which one is going to hit under any particular week. Uh, I got uh, I got Jamar Chase as number three, and but he has a lot of games where he was incredibly inconsistent. As uh, I got the numbers here, he had six games of 50 yards or fewer. He had six games of three catches or less. And so as many games as he went out and scored 50 points or whatever it is, you were frustrated time and again because he didn't do that. And so you hope maybe it's his first year. Maybe it's because he had so many other players around him. But you got to hope going into his second year, he smooths that out a little bit. And so if you draft him, which I certainly support you doing, you have to be careful that just – know that there are going to be weeks where you're going to be pulling your hair out yeah. when it comes to him. And so I just want to also, uh, Hayden Hurst, he's the 24th ranked tight end right now. And so if you get him at that spot, there's a lot of value that you could have right there. And so if I'm drafting that late and I can get somebody like Hayden Hurst, I'm going to do it and I'm going to feel really good about it. And, uh, Sleep pretty well, I think. Yeah, Hayden Hurst is your second tight end or something. You're money yeah, if he's in the second bank tight end, point. you are good to go. Money in the bank. Josh, what say you, sir? Do we got the Bengals receiving core where we where we should? So as a fan of the Bengals, you are more than excited for this offense coming in. Absolutely. Now, with just a fantasy perspective, you have to look at, like I said before, this running game is going to open wide-ass open. If Joe Mixon can run out there with a very bad offensive line and get uh, over 1,200 yards, I mean, imagine what he can do with a great offensive line. So you're going to see these touches start to kind of go away. And, you know, as much as I love Tyler Boyd and me and Captain have both expressed our love for Tyler Boyd, uh, he's not going to get as many touches this year, and and that's what it is. And the same with Hayden Hurst and the same with T. Higgins. As much as we love those players and as much as they are 
so good on our offense, and we are so reliable on them. This running game is going to blast right, wide open, and you're going to see those receiving numbers come down a lot. So with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, I would be very suspicious of taking them very early in your fantasy draft because I do think the Bengals are going to go for a more run-first offense. So th- as a Bengals fan who loves every single bit of their offense, I do think that their uh, wide receiving core is going to take a hit because their running game is going to open wide-ass open. Makes sense to me. Got If you're going to gain a little somewhere, you got to take a little back somewhere else. Roto Brady, what say you, sir? Where do we, where we have the receiving threats? Uh, so strategy wise, I'd be happy if I could get Jamar Chase. I'd be willing to take him as the second wide receiver overall. I'd be thrilled if I could get him as the fifth receiver overall. ADP wise, I would rather take Tyler Boyd where he's going to go than T Higgins where he's going to go. And I base that off of his the reliable production of what eight hundred plus yards last year with five touchdowns, but seventy one point three percent of passes caught. I think there's going to be a lot less checkdowns to Joe Mixon, who caught forty two passes at a ninety percent catch rate last year, because the offensive line's better and Joe won't have to rush in those situations. So I'm a big fan of what Tyler Boyd can do with his hands, and you know those those Pittsburgh offensive products. Nick might be a benefactor of that this year. I know he's not a not as optimistic on that, but tight end wise, the Bengals have been um, they have not been a fan of the tight end position ever since Tyler Eifert gave us like flash every single time he went down on the ground. He was out for the season. Um, personally, I th- I would have preferred in this first round had we gotten Trey McBride or maybe taken a late draft flyer on a guy like Isaiah Likely from Coastal. Um, Hayden Hurst to me is not a guy that you're going to want as a low end tight end one or a high end tight end two. I think that's a guy that if you need a replacement on any given week, I think he's a guy to be really confident plugging in if you need someone at the at a you know on a late basis. But I I think that you know it's going to be too tough to predict how this is going to be distributed week in and week out. I think Joe Mixon is going to rush for more yards, but I think he's going to have less catches and less receiving yards. And we always say every year when there's a great offense, well, they, they can only have so much offense. And time and time again, we're wrong about that with at least one team, you know? So I'm confident that there's enough distribution here to keep at least four of those five guys happy. But how that shakes out on a week-by-week basis, I'm not comfortable plugging in Hurston every week. Tonight, I've heard the passing game's going to be great. I heard the running game's going to be great. The receivers are going to be great. Ty, everything's going to be great, all right? It's the Bengals. Who they mentioned after the AFC championship run. That's right. Who they? There he is. Who they? We appreciate you guys coming in. Let's go around the room. We'll start with Roto Brady since you closed this out. We'll start with you first. Let everyone know where they can subscribe and find all your great stuff out, my friend. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Roto Brady. That's the name you see here. And uh, I host Roto Bowlers MMA, MMA, DFS, and Sports Betting Podcast. Tune into that before UFC cards every week to get picks on that. Thanks. Nice. All right. Yeah, make sure you check that out, UFC fans, and definitely bring in the big fantasy knowledge tonight. We appreciate you. Josh, Back Rows Bengals, let everyone know where they can subscribe and follow your great stuff. Guys, you can always find me on Back Row Bengals on, uh, on Twitter. You can find my podcast 
at the Cincinnati Back Row Bengals show. I really appreciate it. Any sort of follow. I've been on a little bit of a hiatus, been moving around quite a bit, but it's all good stuff. So um, I will be back on the podcast very, very, very soon. So I appreciate all you for listening to me. And guys, thank you so much for having me on. It's been an absolute blast. We appreciate having you. And yeah, make sure to go. Hey, man, Josh, you got to get on it, man. It's about time, but football season coming. You better get something out. I know, I know, I know. I've been, I just moved apartments, just got a brand new job. So everything is brand new. All right, don't make me stick the captain on you. Kevin, (laughs) let's, I know that you're on the belly up, everywhere on belly up. So. Let everyone know where we can subscribe and find all your great stuff at, my friend. Well, you can always find me at Twitter on uh, Kevin62WILSEA. And uh, you can find me in the old haunt of uh, Commissioner Cooper and Justin over there on the Fantasy uh, uh, Football Dynasty Edition, which comes out Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. And also, I'm I'm the host of the Belly Up Fantasy Live baseball show that we're going to get Nick on back on this week. And uh, if you always go to the Belly Up Fantasy website, uh, I was gone for a couple weeks on vacation, but I have another story that I just put out last Friday. It's it's right there. And uh, so you you got it, uh, Jason. I, I'm out there on, on Belly Up. Just look me up, hit me up, and you'll find me. Hit up your boy, Kev. All kind of great articles all the time. All right, let's go to the captain tonight, man. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you into the studio, my friend. Let everyone know where they can subscribe, follow your good stuff, and if you have any charities or anything you support, please, this is your time. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you can find me, Bengals Captain, on Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, basically anywhere you look, uh, it's always Bengals Captain. Uh, I will talk about any of the charities that I'm supporting on social media. So look for it, follow, donate when you can. Uh, I will leave with uh, my favorite Wesley Snipes quote from Passenger Uh-oh. 57. And Uh-oh. that is always bet on orange and black. <laughs> <laughs> always bet on orange and black. I love it. Bring it on the power with that one. The unofficial Bengals podcast who came out of left field out of nowhere, but came strong into the show. We appreciate you being here. Let everyone know where we can follow, subscribe, all your great stuff, sir. Commissioner, thank thank you for being such a great and eloquent host, if I may say so. The name of my show is called The Unofficial Bengals Podcast, and you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Cincy Bengals Pod. And my latest episode has an interview with Joe Daneman from Fox 19, and it's slamming. He tells inside stories about Vontez Perfect, interviewing Adam Jones, like crazy stuff. Uh, not just trying to self- shamelessly self-promote, but a must-listen if you're a Bengals fan. Mm-hmm. So cheers, everyone, and thank you again, Commissioner. You are so welcome, sir. We appreciate you being here. Listen, not just a Bengals fan. If you're a football fan, that's a must-listen. We got we love that inside stuff and – and, you know, just to hear the player's life and all the stuff they go through, that's that's the best stuff. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you. And, unfortunately, we're going to go to your counterparts in Baltimore on Wednesday. Take a oh, quick visit there. I know. And get it to them now. All right, guys. Who give the butt to them? There it is. <laughs> bringing out stuffed animals still, Kevin. Can't believe it. All right. So, we're going to close out tonight. We appreciate you guys once again. It's been a great show. Um, I don't think we've had five guests before, so this has definitely been a first. And, hey, but you know what? We've got through it. You guys were great. We appreciate you, and we are out.
Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.